Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Daily Mail at the headline, Russian conscripts are given 19th century rifles made to drink from ponds filled with dead frogs due to lack of supplies and ordered to run out in front of enemy soldiers to draw fire, they reveal. Now, if you remember at the beginning of this, when the first reporting, and I don't want to have to say this, but I'm going to say it. Of course, it is 100% wrong that Russia invaded Ukraine. And I'm not going to join in with the League of People. I don't, I don't understand some of my colleagues in this business that it's almost a, this reactive, contrarian, immediate search for the opposite. Search for the truth. Searching for the truth and searching for the opposite are two different things. The Ukrainian people did not ask for this invasion, meaning they were not threatening Russia in any way. They had already lost territory in 2014 when, without provocation, the Russians took over Crimea. Now, we know why they want Crimea. They want a deep water port. That's fairly obvious. But when you watch stories of bodies being left in the streets and you see images of dead dogs and all this other stuff, that our media, we can't even get a verification on how many Russian troops were lost. This is, I'm being honest here. Is there a bit of Hollywood on the side of the Ukrainians? It's entirely possible. You know, they're doing what they feel they need to do even if it means massaging some truth here or there to make the scenes look worse than they may be. Now they're bad, don't get me wrong. But Zelensky is himself an actor. He knows there is something to the emotional effect of of imagery. And where we are absent of independent verification, and that's pretty much where we are in a lot of this, we have to... Take some of this stuff with a grain of salt. Now, why am I, why am I saying that? Because you have a, an administration, the Biden administration, that wants you to look nowhere else but outward. And so many things are happening here domestically. The federal government, we are not at war. The fact of the matter is we, the United States, we are not at war. We are not at war. There is no attack on a NATO nation. There's no Article 5 provision kicking in. We are not at war. The nation that just 10 years ago, and, you know, Mitt Romney is, I guess he's the broken clock because now him and Murkowski and Collins, they're all running out to support Ketanji Brown-Jackson. They don't care about her record. They don't care how unprepared she was they don't care that she wanted to empty out prisons at the onset of the pandemic and then she's gone light everywhere she's she could when it comes to we we've gotten there's a sickness on the left when it comes to pedophilia and gender identity and all this other stuff we're going to get to that in just a minute but romney was right when he said russia was our number one geopolitical threat in 2012 he was laughed at He was laughed at. And this paved the way for so many things, like the invasion of Crimea, 
like the creation of the original Nord Stream pipeline and then the creation of Nord Stream 2. You know, we didn't even balk as a nation when Gerhard Schroeder, when Gerhard Schroeder stepped down or ended his time as Chancellor of Germany to hand off power to German Hillary, and then went and became the chairman of the pipeline company that is now in question connecting Russia to Germany. We had no questions about that. You know, we, we've almost we've taken to our foreign policy being never questioning the elites of Europe. But why? Romney was right about Russia. Many would say now it's more China. And we have a cancer in NATO, and that is Germany. And when Donald Trump said that five years ago, not that they were a cancer, but there would be problems if Germany ever more made itself dependent on oil and natural gas from Russia. The media screamed and yelled at him. Now they want this to be our entire focus rather than looking at the open border. And we have an open border. There are 200,000 people crossing the border every day. The government is not deporting them. They are not even setting up court cases for them. They're simply let it, allowing them to disappear into the sunset in the interior. This is a fact. We have a war on oil and natural gas that the Democrats will suspend for the short period because, you know, this is one of those kitchen table issues that they know is just a loser. So they will placate the environmental Marxists as best they can to win this midterm election. But make no mistake, they'll go right back at it. I'm telling you, if you think the Democrats are all of a sudden seen the light on masks and vaccine mandates, you're out of your mind. And think about this for a second. They told you, they told you it would become a condition of your citizenship if you didn't line up for an experimental vaccination. And they didn't want to hear anything about any other therapy. No other therapy was acceptable. Politically, that is. They didn't care about the science. They didn't want to hear it about natural immunities or other therapeutics. They said that ivermectin was going to kill you, that hydroxychloroquine was going to kill you, even though these are, 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 are pharmaceuticals that have been widely distributed, some for 70 years, fighting malaria. To pretend that off-label use is something that was invented during the pandemic is also nonsense. It's nonsense. Drugs are used off-label all the time. All the time. What about side effects? They would want you to believe there's no side effects. From the ordered vaccines, there are tons of side effects from the ordered vaccines. You think this uptick in heart issues and blood clots and all these are things that are affecting, especially young people, just magically just appeared before us? Or do you think it has something to do 
with not even allowing individuals to consult their doctors before they were told they might get kicked out of college or kicked out of their workplace or, you know, lose everything they've ever built. But focus only on Zelensky. Focus only on Ukraine. While we impose affirmatively furthering fair housing, while we densify chosen congressional districts to flip them, while we tell your children behind your back that boys are girls and girls are boys, they can't believe we, they have this fight on their hands. The Democrats are so accustomed. You see it with Katanji Brown-Jackson. Don't ask any questions about her record. She's a black woman. It's time for a black woman. Don't ask her any questions about her record. And people did have questions about her record, and her record is awful. She might be a nice person. She might even be a smart person. But clearly her record, if you are a conservative, is quite frankly terrible. Especially when it comes to child predators and child pornographers. You know, during her testimony, she made one excuse after another on their behalf, as if we're supposed to feel bad for them. I'm sorry, I don't feel bad for them. I don't buy that it's a question of technology. People are just interested in technology. When they're downloading and buying images and videos of children being raped. I don't buy that for a second. But now we're full on. We're full on into this area now where we are not allowed to assert ourselves as parents. All of a sudden, notice how less than 1% of the transgender mafia has taken over our government-run schools. And if you dare say anything about it, how dare you? Don't talk to me about democracy then. If parents don't have a say, if the majority of people in the community don't have a say in what goes on in the schools that they are paying for with their tax dollars, then don't tell me about democracy. Wine 695 Patriot 9572874. What I started with, I'm going to move now, I'm going to pivot a little bit. We are being fed a daily and steady stream of horrific images coming from Ukraine. And I am not doubting the authenticity of all of them. I am a little skeptical of some of them. Especially the ones that are designed to draw us in emotionally. Again, we are not at war. We are not at war, and even when we are at war, as we had been for 20 years, that did not stop our discussions about domestic policy, about the rule of law, the limits of power on government, what our kids were learning in the schools. We didn't stop those discussions, but we're almost being told now, like, hey, 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 hey. Look over there. Don't pay attention to what's going on over here. And if you do, you're a bigot. Of course, we feel bad for the Ukrainian people. 
There is great suffering. Millions of lives have been upended unnecessarily. You know, it was an old school conservative position that peace through trade was the way to go because war, war eats up production, manufacturing, and your military age males. What society, and this kind of brings us to where I'm going to go, what society can move on if it is comprised of mostly old ladies and unqualified for combat men? What are you leaving behind? When you, when you throw into a meat grinder large numbers of military age males competent and qualified for battle, what do you leave behind? You leave behind the weak men, the effeminate men, the ineffective men. You will leave them to breed the next generation. Wine six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. Now the left is girding its loins, whatever gender it identifies with, for the battle against parental rights. And I have a piece here where they put parental rights in quotations, as if to downplay what parental rights are. What they're saying now is since we've established the government school system, and the Department of Education in 1978. Because we now proclaim the education system serves all of society, and thus you are only a small cog in it. The system doesn't have time for your concerns. It has bigger, broader concerns than you. And we run the system, and we're running it on our agenda. You know, they worry about these state bills, and I see that the Biden administration has now issued a letter to the governors. I'll read it in just a little bit when we come back from break, demanding, saying they'll essentially face legal action if they pass any laws that block the mutilation of a child's genitals from gender-affirming surgery. And it won't be very long, especially in blue states, that if your child communicates a gender issue with a government school teacher and you refuse the mutilation surgery, they will use whatever you call the Department of Youth and Family Services or the family courts or whatever it is. They will take your child and they will mutilate your genital, their genitals. And they will give you something back that you don't even recognize. And if they're wrong, who cares? Wines at 695 Patriot 9572874. We are right, they are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.